0: When you Angie that, download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's angi.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stot or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. What are
2: you trying to say
3: well roll, well roll, roll, rolling with the homies Who is what is that? That's not familiar to you? Rolling with the homies? Rolling with the homies
2: no, Jacob. This, do you know that the No, what is that? You never seen *Clueless* with? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've only seen *Clueless* once, and it was probably when it came out.
3: It's like one of the most iconic parts <laughs> of the film, besides the Hadians and that thing, that scene.
2: I would think the most iconic line from *Clueless* is um, probably uh, that's not a dress. Wait, what is it? Uh, I was like, that's not a dress. It says it is a dress. It says who? Calvin Klein. <laughs> Wow. That's the line from the movie,
3: isn't it? Yeah, but that's yeah. not. Maybe if if, if you want to do one like that, it'll be the Alaya one. She's like he. She's like, oh, I can't get down on the floor. This is I'm I'm wearing an Alaya and a whata. That's a, that's an iconic line from the show.
2: I don't even remember, I don't even remember that line. But I think when she when she when <laughs> she's getting mugged by the guy, it's been so long since I seen the movie. I I I mostly remember the line says who Calvin Klein. Oh my god! But, but is, is the line that's not a dress? It's underwear.
3: Yeah, it's vaguely that. yeah I I I think you're missing uh, some some crucial plot points in that. Was who? Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein. is was a great movie. Do you think Clueless is a great? Movie? I think it I think it ages pretty well.
2: I again, I want to rewrap but a I saw Clueless once. I don't remember anything the time that it came out.
3: Yeah. Only only one part maybe a little weird when Stacey Dash and her boyfriend Murray they are arguing about something and something about like her cheap hair extension there was like I remember something vague about that but I don't remember it being crazily problematic
2: who said it her they were both
3: black saying to each other but like, you know back then it, it, and so uh, now it may be it may read a little weird now was Alicia silverstone in the TV show mm, yes you, I love I love the she, I love the TV show Murray was definitely the, the guy who played Murray Stefan or he was also on scrubs yeah he was yeah. on a TV show and yeah. also Amber was on the TV show as well. But I don't think Stacey, Stacey Dash, Dash or or uh, Alicia Silverstone
2: were she went where. kinda wild. Bitch, bitch, she's like all right. And then she did it and you know she was in um All Falls Down video, Kanye West.
3: She was in that video. She was
2: she was the she was the vixen in that video. Whoa. I mean Stacey then, Dash was hot. Was she's hot. Beautiful. She's beautiful. And then Kanye oh, she West. She's no, she I think she she's very beautiful. I mean I never seen her in a while. And um of course Kanye West kinda went a little you, have too. you have you seen his
3: documentary on Netflix? Everyone's talking about it. Yay! Ye- uh, ye- no, yeah, uh, ye- yes, Yay. Ye- 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 yes, ye- yes. He's like yes, like almost like Jesus, but yeah.
2: He really is leaning into this
3: like oh he yeah, has for, for years now
2: like this like I'm Jesus thing and yeah he, you know he also Jesus. said if I was if they read the Bible today I'd be in it
3: oh. He's crazy. Do you think Kanye West is a, is a genius? People praise him as like a musical genius. I think
2: Kanye West is a very talented musician. I think Kanye West has written some of my favorite songs of all time.
3: Really? <laughs> yeah. The only one for me would have to be "All Falls Down." I oh. love "All Falls Down." And then when in the documentary they show like the, um him like back in I mean years before he came out. I want to say at least like ten years before it came out, he was just like in like it was like on one of his demos. He recorded it on top of something else. It was it's so crazy how it how it like came to fruition.
2: Anyways, okay, eight oh eight and heartbeats is a really good album. And the night I hear oh, that is talk. a good one. Grand story, story ever told. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Somewhere one. Somewhere far. Yeah, that's a great. That is just a great. The whole album is it's just hanging out. He sings on the whole album. Work. Um and he also did uh obviously all falls down. College drop was a great album. Oh, do do them sitems
3: right and tuck your tummy yeah. tight and ooh, um, see, that was a good one. Jesus Walks was a great Jesus song. Jesus Walks is a
2: great song. Uh yeah. oh am I? He? He's, he said uh he said um uh, and if I take away from my ends which probably no, and if it's take away from my spins which probably take away from my ends then I hope I take away from my sins and bring the day that I'm dreaming about next day I'm in the club everybody's screaming now gee yeah, says me the way because the devil's trying to break me down what? there's also he his um uh what's the one um uh his new she, stuff is uh, well. She, she walk around looking like uh she should have bought Michael with your money. She walk around looking like Michael with your money. If you uh, win on no prom. Oh yeah. Um she takes yeah, she a goes, Gold she, Digger's a good one. She rhyme. gets she takes my money. With, yeah, he, you know who sings that on on you the, know who, you know who does that? That black guy. Yeah, it is that black guy. But you know I that know black guy's name? name? I don't know his name. Jamie Foxx. Is that Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. It was right after Ray and he just had Jamie Foxx do his um ray charles impersonations smart
3: you know i was thinking about that guy that that um the i'm gonna which we talked about in the podcast before i'm gonna pop some tags that's what i thought they were who did that but i'm gonna do it too ready now okay really quick you were screaming last night at the concert and i will say your voice does not sound as strong as the does i would not try to do extra shit jacob am i am i am i lying to the truth
2: If I need a professional opinion, I'll ask my ENT. Okay, well maybe you should Facetime him. I'm gonna pop some tags. Mm. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. Delicious. I'm 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 hunting, looking for a come up. This This is is fucking fucking awesome. awesome. Is that the same guy from his uh song um like, can't stop us or
3: uh? I don't know a lot of it. What's I'm about to say? It is from
2: it is from Ryan. Macmore Macklemore and Ryan Murphy. Some, no. So the heist is actually, it was labeled as not just Macklemore's album, it was Macklemore and Oh really? Ryan Lewis. Got it. Who was the, the producer of the album. It was like Ryan Lewis and Macklemore present the heist got it um and there was a song where they're like back um where do we go back this get in is the, the moment tonight get in the tonight. night get in so it like, it get it and like, and like nobody can't hold the city can't hold, hold us, <laughs> and the city can't hold, hold us." i wonder the same guy I, it
3: is and then i told you this uh my friend who's arisa laws who is a who's who's a big musician a uh, writer she's written for a lot of people and she's telling me like the story about it like this guy cannot even because he he recorded it and they were like, "Hey, we'll give you like fifty bucks to do this." Not saying fifty bucks, legit. I, I don't know what the, the it was a small dollar amount compared to the millions of dollars that the records made. And he's like, "I got my fifty bucks." This well, sucks.
2: That's, that's that's actually very common. Um, Michelle Visage in her book talk about how she does not get any money from seduction. A she does not get a dollar no, it's from seduction. Sound shady, is it
3: shady? I said, this is gonna sound shady, and I what? don't mean to sound shady. Who's Buying seduction
2: can't hold us.
3: My t- name uh, is Ray Dalton. But this is Connie West the top.
2: Oh, not the, oh, thank you. They're not the same person. Wait,
3: what?
2: They're not the same person. Uh, uh, the guy from thrift shop is Wands, uh, uh, and the guy uh, uh, from can't hold us is Ray Dalton. I think then I think it may be the Ray name. I remember it
3: in R. And again, I don't. I this was I had a conversation years ago, and I don't remember, but it's one of them. God, dude, they're like here's like fifty bucks.
2: So. So, uh, back to Michelle Visage and who's buying seduction? Michelle Visage has been on like two or three number one songs, right she which songs um it takes two that's seduction um the
3: it takes two to make a, that's seduction, yeah work i did not know that yeah it, that's
2: michelle besides singing it no, it's takes not. two to make a thing go right that is michelle besides oh my god and she had another song michelle's been on like two or three number one songs oh, i did and not know what's the other one? I I, on? I I i i i listened to her her book um i love michelle Versailles. what a nice lady yeah she you should listen to her out. will listen to her book it's like I will listen to it the it, uh, diva rules yeah the diva it's like it's, it was it was like two days of listening like, I, like two drives or Two long drives. So like. Did she not she sign got a good back end deal got paid Up a, front, Not a back end. She got paid a weekly, like a salary. So Michelle Visage's number ones. What are they?
3: It is seduction. Um, not, oh, is, this, the song is called Seduction. It's her number one. Yeah. Number two is You're My Only. You're My One and Only. Uh huh. And then the third one is Two
2: to Make It Right. So that's the third one. Yeah, Michelle's been in three number ones, and Michelle has a song right. on the Bodyguard soundtrack what song it's like track nine she famous she fame. it's like a joke amongst the drag race girl like when she like the bodyguard soundtrack track nine it's like a it's like a famous joke in the um in the, I'm part of the
3: drag race girls i don't know
2: it well i guess maybe it was before your time i don't know maybe maybe between uh eight and ten the joke stopped being told or something <laughs> did she say new your season no it's just like a, it's just like i, a know, joke, I know i know a, I like know, from I know. The, the, the what's the tea podcast and stuff um, that she's on the Bodyguard soundtrack, so Michelle should still be making money from that. Stuff, yeah, But sure. She took a, like a salary deal, and they were doing these world tours. She, yeah, she toured with like Millie Vanilli.
3: I remember that. Yeah, because her Millie Vanilli dated famously yeah, dated. I,
2: I would say that I, 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 we can, you we, Michelle Visage's music career is arguably more prolific than RuPaul's. No, three number ones. No, only no. Those
3: were, only, no, um, those were for, for seduction. Those were the top three. Yeah, but Michelle, but, Michelle but, was an artist in that. But yeah, but I'm saying, but but the first two I read were not number ones. What the one you said was the number one? But they're
2: all top tens. Michelle had were big, they top tens. M- Michelle had big. They hits. had the
3: numbers on there I know one was like nineteen. And she was
2: like traveling. And she was like traveling the I world. More. I mean, I
3: don't want to. I mean, we're not, we're not trying to compete. For RuPaul, for RuPaul versus. Oh my god, RuPaul and Michelle should do a versus. <laughs> well, I mean, she was doing arena tours. Are what? Arena tours, but like as an opening act though, and I don't—I don't mean that in a shady way. I don't mean that to be that shady.
2: Nothing to shake. And I, I, I don't know. I—I I, I know that's not shady, bitch. Fucking no, is. I didn't say. I there's nothing to shake a stick at. Like
3: Yeba is opening for fucking Jason Mraz right now. Like that's uh, Jason Mraz. Uh, what's the other one that sings slow, tall, white guy, slow music? Trixie. <laughs> John Mayer. J- no, maybe it's not British. No, no. no, not British American. He always looks kind of sad. Skinny, tall, white guy. Not Chirksy. Jason Mraz. <laughs> not Jason Mraz. not. Anyway, it'll come to me. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um but yeah, so oh, being open and act, that's fucking huge. But you're in front of like th- tens of thousands of people sometimes. That's fierce. But would you ever open for someone? Who, who's an artist you would open for?
2: You mean like tour- comedy. You mean touring opening or doing like like one touring, night? Touring. Like, like
3: there? is there an artist that you would stop your career and go to and go open for them for uh, two months? Probably not. Really? What okay. if Kevin Hart? Bob, you've playing for millions of people how much is he paying per night i don't I, I don't know what that even looks like um i think that would be great for your career you're so funny you will you will win so many people over
2: who will be like i'm not gonna see no gay comic may, maybe maybe kevin hart but it have to pay really really well and um yeah you just have to pay really well work and i, I don't think that kevin hart would want to pay me what i would want to open for him maybe kevin um, has a lot of money yeah he might, might. but but even people have a lot of money aren't aren't interested in paying more than something is worth
3: well, I think he may see the worst, especially now, you know, people aren't, are, well, they're virtuing. But they Kevin Hart hates gay people. Uh, does he? No, he does. Oh, that's his kid.
2: No, you don't remember when he, when he, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just, I don't, I don't think Kevin Hart hates gay people. Well, yeah, he had, but, the, know, he had that he, scandal he with his could, kid. He could, it was, was it his kid? Yeah, it yeah, was his kid. he could because he made some joke about his gay yeah, being gay. Yeah, gay yeah. Gay. yeah, but I'm just kidding, I'm Or kidding. he said that if his gay kid came out as gay, he will. No, that was, that was, um that was uh the guy from, um that was Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan said, "If my son was oh no, okay, you're right. Okay, that so is Kevin Hart. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan said if my son was gay, I would stab him to death.' Yeah, and Kevin and Hart Kevin said, Hart said, if my son was gay, I would, I, would, I would. If if my son was playing with the dollhouse, I would crush it over his. Yes, like very like WWE I style. Would smash it over his head. Finish him. Which, which isn't funny, but it's kind of.
3: <laughs> you're toxic. Your toxic trait is like that you find that funny.
2: That idea is not not funny." But it is very problematic.
3: In a sketch, it'll be funny.
2: <laughs> See?
3: Like, he, a sketch for queer people, by queer people. That would be funny. Yeah, there it is, yeah. yeah. So, it, the,
2: the, 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 the concept of who's right. We're doing advisory.
3: I know. We are or well is this,
2: Or is it going to just be a, 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 a No, we can do advice. We, we, we can lean into the advice now. We're just doing a full-ass podcast here. To quote Destiny's Child in the early 2000s, hit me. Hi, Bob and Monet.
0: My name is Ben, he, him, and I'm a 26-year-old cis man from Chicago. So, I am experiencing hair loss that has made me feel down about my physical appearance. I have a receding hairline and a lot of thinning. Uh, I'm a teacher and sometimes my students make comments about my hairline. It's been putting me into a mental spiral lately. How did both of you deal with your hair loss? I know both of you have experimented with hair pieces and you both shave your heads. I don't want to shave my head because my head is weirdly shaped. I was called Megamind in high school. Um, Did you ever think about hair restoration like finasteride or minoxidil? or hair transplants. I'm looking into hair transplant surgery. Uh, the technology is much better these days than in the past. Can you please tell me about your hair journeys and your opinions on hair restoration?
2: Thank you so much. Can I honestly say, I don't think I have any advice to give you because I've never experienced anything in regards um, to losing my hair. Anyways,
3: uh, uh, I started losing my hair like right when I was like getting out of college. So like around like 22, Twenty three, like, like, bitch. Before then, you know, when your shit starts thinning, you like, bitch. Every time, I, every time I went to the barbershop, shop, the of was getting further and further back. It started, bitch. I, and, and I was like here, then it started getting here, then here, then here, then here. I was like, bitch, it's time. And then I was like, it was like thinning, but mine was thinning a little bit here, but just receding. So I had, anyway. So I noticed I was thinning, and I was like, you know what? I was, I was sick and tired of going to be. I was embarrassed to go to the barbershop. shop because I was like, I was that bitch to go to the barbershop, shop, and I know he's probably looking at my head like this nigga is holding on to nothing. Just like stop
2: let so, must be used to it. I don't think, barbers are like, we see this a lot, you
3: know? But yeah, but for, but for your own psyche, you're like, bitch, I look crazy. So then like, I was like 23, I was like, you know what? I just I just bought a razor. But the first time I did it, did you do this? I got like a regular straight razor that dudes used to shave, and I put that on my head. And bitch, I broke out crazy on my head. I had these little white bumps everywhere. And then I just bought T-outliners, and I started shaving my hair then. But I mean, in the process of it getting thinner, I there were some times, and I was self-conscious... But I mean, I was like, in I was in college with like other music majors who like who be looking crazy and disheveled as fuck. I was like, so I I was among good company of people that were looking crazy. So I didn't feel really too bad about it. And then once I started shaving my head, people were like, no one really bad an eyelash. I think my friends were like, girl, it was about time. We we're happy you did this. But for strangers or people who knew me with hair, no one was like, oh, you're shaving your head now. And it's always been that. No one ever made me feel weird about it. And I just think it's more of like it's a lot of it is just you. Like you're you're seeing yourself in the mirror every day and you like you miss your hair, you miss having a nice hairline, you miss having a full head of hair. You think that when like when you're hooking up with people that it's weird that you don't have hair and you like feel self-conscious about it that way. I think it's just addressing your own insecurities about about your hair loss and being okay with it and being like, you know what? I'll shave my head, and I'll deal with that. And if you don't want to shave it, like, bitch, I, we have a lot of friends who have gotten hair restoration surgeries, and it looks amazing. I have to say, they're all white. I don't know about any black people who have done it, but all my white friends who have done it, it looks great. And I've definitely thought about it, and I and I I would do it for sure.
2: I, I have a slightly different opinion. I have some friends who had hair restoration that doesn't look great. Oh, tell me, tell me. Um, and I've had some friends who have it where it does look good. There's also a really significant period of time in your hair restoration where you are going to look wild the first month and i mean like wild wild um also depending on where you go you oh, have no. to do it in small chunks so i have friends who had to do like their front half and then they have nothing in the middle because they couldn't do the whole thing at once cuz all the hair is being pulled I, I don't know because of human anatomy and i'm not i'm not a, a doctor but they have to do it in chunks that they like schedule these big different things. I had a friend who got the front half done and then the pandemic happened. So for the whole quarantine, he just had this middle part that was like, well, I can't go now because we can't travel. Um, and we can't go to different, you know, people going to different countries and stuff to get it done because it's cheaper in some places. Um, I think, in my opinion, for the fastest results is a piece. If you want to, if you get a piece done by the right people, if you're honestly, if you're a white guy, just go to Hair Club for men. I have a few. I have, if you're or or if you have like not black hair, if you have like Asian hair or like or like uh like Latinx hair that's not like Afro Latinx, um a lot of people I know go to Hair Club for Men and it really looks perfectly fine. I mean, are they pieces? Yeah, they're pieces. So Hair Club for Men, what Hair Club for Men does is they is they basically give you a unit, which is the full lace unit that goes here. They shave your head, put the unit on, and you can swim in it. You can shower in it. You can like live your full life in it. And then once a month or so, depending on what plan you get, you come back and may just take it off, clean it up and put it back on your head and then cut your hair again. And it looks pretty good. You do run the risk of having potentially an embarrassing moment, depending on how often you go. Some people go every two weeks, some people go once a month, the the glue can lift. You know what I mean? If you're black, um, you usually have to go to a private person. There are lots of people who do the Mickey the Barber in LA is one of the great people who does them here. And I only had mine for six days before I took mine off. And it wasn't because it was falling apart. It was just because I injured myself and it was just stressing me out to have it. After I chipped my tooth, I was annoyed at the notion of, and I had to go to Mexico. So I was like, I'm about to travel with this piece. I'm just going to take it off. Um, I shaved my head. I did not start balding until I was in my late twenties. And when I shaved my head the first time I did use a razor and it was not good for me. But then, um, Here's what I experienced, though. When I started shaving, my, I started shaving my head pretty much right away. I had one haircut that felt too far back, and I was like, this is it. I'm shaving my head. So I shaved my head, and then when my hair started growing back, I realized that my hair loss had really, ad, like, advanced. Like, from when I first started shaving my head to now, I hadn't grown my hair back until the quarantine, basically. And I was like, oh, my hair is, I've, my hair loss has really, um, you know significantly uh matured um while i was shaving my head so if you if you're not comfortable shaving your head if your head is shaped funny i think bald heads are sexy whenever i see a guy with a bald head i think it's really attractive um and but also i think that a piece a unit like a hair club for situation, is actually a very good idea personally
3: Honestly when I had the hairpiece I didn't have the same experience as I did not have the same experience as Bob and you know cuz I would I immediately started going to the gym with mine and it it really caused me to break out of my head really bad it was very itchy Again, this may be an isolated incident. It may there may be the
2: glue. I went to the gym too though, so but it, it was right, yeah.
3: So it may be the glue that was used, and maybe the I don't know what the thing was. Or just was. the way you react to it, maybe. Yeah, I would I would try it again to see like like what's the tea. But when I did it, it was it was like it was unbearable. So I, that's why that's why I ended up taking mine off. I mean, I bear with the plane because I did we did a stupid video into the UK, whatever. But it was very uncomfortable for me to have the hairpiece. But I would try it again for sure. I want to do a blonde one. I want to do. But in Bob brought up a good point because I have my eyebrows microbladed, so bitch, I'm gonna have. Which is a little look too, blonde hair and, and dark eyebrows. I would want. You don't to want have,
2: your, you know, I don't think. I don't. I don't particularly like blonde hair and blonde eyebrows. I've seen it. Especially I've seen it. Especially <laughs> That's because, why I don't like it. Especially
3: because we do drag. When I do drag, I do. I do. I do blonde ass hair with with black eyebrows, and I don't
2: think it looks bad. I do not like blonde hair with blonde eyebrows. I do not like. That. Oh, oh, the, the two together. You mean? Yeah, I don't like it. I think. I, I think a look cool. I think most people. Most people who have blonde hair have dark eyebrows. Even darker
3: be, than their hair,
2: yeah and and most people who get their eyebrows done are usually get them done in a dark color like oh
3: it would definitely be like a look it would be like a it' would be like a look it wouldn't be I, I would not look like normal, it would definitely be like a very severe look.
2: I would get my hair done again for a thing, like if I did like a an event or an award show or something and I was out of drag and I wanted to turn a look i would but it but it does take like three weeks of growing your hair just to do it, yeah, so it's
3: kind of like a they have one that you don't i saw I saw something that you don't you can they do like a different technique and but for the all the ones that give you the most natural look, they do. You have to grow your hair out and then they shave it and then they put. The-
2: have you seen those delicate ones where you're like you touch it and like the whole hair like like it's like a like a spray or a powder or something? If you touch it, the hair like.
3: Have you seen those black guys that um beijing? Have you seen beijingers? What's that? Like they those when they get their hair can they put like that marker basically, and it like you never seen bitch in my church niggas was beijinging the entire time. It's called a beijing. This is a New York City thing. No, bitch, it's southern as fuck. Beijing, a Beijinging. You never seen this? No. Oh yeah, bitch, it's a lot of church dudes do it. But that's why I learned about it in church for sure. How you know it's southern? Because when we it's 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 a very popular church thing.
2: Southern, uh, northern There's churches in the. I, I ain't never seen a my and I'm from the south. I ain't never seen, or I ain't even. I've even heard the term Beijing before. Why is this so funny? Can y'all comment below if y'all heard of the B J
3: and where you're from too? Y'all got service up in here.
2: This is the girl. This is the this is the box. This is the iron box, girl. Where y'all said this is a no fly zone, girl. This room is a no fly zone, honey. That's why Jacob's sitting by the door. I, I've never. Are, are you looking at Beijing, Jacob? Can you, can you look <laughs> up Beijing? Hair. What does it do with hair? They like use like a some
3: black like marker situation basically and then they like to really carve out yo, your 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 lineup or your tape but to make it look really severe because you you don't have hair
2: Beijing hair dye for man yeah
3: that's the Beijing but you touch it and it like wipes off like a- that's what
2: I'm saying but that's, that's what I said but they have that, that's what that wipes off yeah well that's not wiping off wow, he wow. said it lasts a week no, I I have never heard of Beijing that is brand new to me huh?
0: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let apartments.com do the rest.
3: Number two.
2: Hey Baba Monet, I'm a 30 something year old
0: cisgendered gay man and I'm looking for some advice on how I can start to be physically and sexually attracted to different types of men. Traditionally, I've been into the stereotypical muscle guy and I've worked my own body to a place where I also fit that image. I'm at a point now where I want to be open to dating men who look different, have different features or maybe don't fit the mold of being conventionally attractive. But I'm terrified that my heart will like someone and my dick won't work for them. I kinda hate that I have a narrow and vain view of what is physically attractive. Do you have any advice for how I can start to be attracted to different types of men's? Sincerely, retiring muscle queen.
2: And what
3: did he say his body was? He's a he's a He's uh, a muscle a tra- queen too. A muscle, yeah. He's he's built his body to be that, because that's what he thinks.
2: to. God.
3: Walls in your court, Bill
2: um okay so you know when when i was in college i really only uh was interested in guys who looked like me mm-hmm. so i was interested in like really tall um slim and i was slim um black guys that was like all i was into when i was when i was in college and as i got a little i mean and it's also probably that was, that was all that was was around me too you know what i mean and then as I got older, I moved to New York City and I basically like kind of wasn't hooking up for a very long time. I don't know what was going on. I was just going through and it wasn't from lack of effort. She was going through the driest of dry spells. Maybe you need a dry spell. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you always need a dry spell, honey. Um, and then I I think that access to other people helped me um, shift my perspective on on what is attractive? Because I'm attracted. I'm now attracted to very. I am very attracted to feminine guys, and that was not it for me in college. Like, there was this one guy that I used to kind of hook up with, but he was, but it was in secret, and he was so feminine.
3: What 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 about it? Were you were you like, were you scared of? I was ashamed. You were ashamed of. Yeah,
2: because I I was I was out. Everyone knew I was gay, but like he was just like, it was too gay. For me, which is ironic coming from me mm-hmm. of all, like mm-hmm. if you saw me now, you'd probably be like, Oh, well, this is like a, a, a cut up. Um, but I, um, his name was John. So, John, if you're out there, I hope you're doing well. If you're out there, Lil John, we called him it's great John. Lil John, if you're doing, if, you do, if you're out there, I hope you're doing well. It's a
3: great John Legend song, is it? If you're out there,
2: I don't know a whole lot of John Legend. Um, I, I, I saw him in Jesus Christ Superstar and I was like, Um. <laughs>
3: He listens, or Christy, Christy listens. So.
2: Who's Chrissy? Chrissy Christy. Tegan, Tegan mm-hmm. From uh, the Lip Sync show. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, and she's a model too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I would say, maybe, honestly, so, so I recommend a podcast. I, I, I think I've asked you all to listen to this podcast a, literally a thousand times. It is on This American Life. It's an episode called Tell Me I'm Fat. Listen to that podcast. It talks about how this woman shifted her perspective on fat people and um, because she's a fat person. And she felt like she wasn't beautiful, um, but she had to shift her perspective on fat people so that, so that she could find herself beautiful. Mm. Otherwise, she would never be able to be beautiful to herself. So she just had to shift her perspective. And said it took her a while. But you have to find the beauty in those things. Um, I re- I highly recommend that podcast I tell everyone I always it's my it's one of my favorite episodes of any podcast ever
3: yeah um, I mean I, I mean that all sounds like really sound advice I mean I've always had like a white palette I've always been interest, interested in different types of guys I mean similar much about growing up uh, also like into my like late teens early 20s I like was only interested in black and Latinx people that has obviously changed. I'm literally dating a white man now, but um, I think that just, but like body types and stuff like that was never like, which I've run the gamut of all different types of bodies, so that's never really been a problem. So I guess yeah, that's I feel maybe that podcast would help. I I I don't know how to tell you to shift your perspective other than, like, figuring out wh- wh- why you're only attracted to that type, and it seems like you're attracted. But you didn't tell us why he's attracted to that, but only that you've changed your body to look like that because that's what you think is beautiful. I mean, ass- maybe maybe it's like, like how you grew up, maybe similar to us. Maybe you grew up and those are the type of guys that you grew up thinking uh, in, in, your, in your town. I'm assuming
2: attracted to it maybe because, I mean, it's, it's, I mean it is it's it is I mean, like the standard. I mean, do you really need a reason to be attracted to the standard? Or you don't really need a reason to be attracted to anything. I mean, like, if you ask someone why you're attracted to muscle guys, they're probably like, I don't know, because they look. Aesthetically pleasing to me, I guess. You know what I mean? Or, like, or like, like growing up.
3: or maybe you grew up a jock, and you like you're 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 from a small town, and like that was like. I mean, that is the standard of beauty pretty much everywhere. But I think, yeah. but is it is it a specific type of race? Are you also trying to shift your perspective on different
2: genders of men? I, I don't I don't know. I, in my experience, you know, being attracted to typically attractive people is like usually not some crazy backstory. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually not a crazy backstory. Like I just you know from where I'm from. People with hot bodies are considered attractive. In
3: my mind, it's like it's like the white dude from the small town who who has the football uh, team. You know what I mean? Like, they might, like, that's what I'm thinking of the way that this person is
2: talking. I mean, I've never really been attracted to muscle guys ever.
3: See, you're not attracted to that. That's and that's the standard for but sure. But
2: sometimes you see someone like we were hanging out with um um uh, Christian Dante White last night. And I was like, you oh, got some nice so arms. Hot. You got to work. So but beautiful, I don't know that but, but, but
3: he's it, a beautiful man.
2: He's absolutely stunning. Like stunningly gorgeous, hot yeah ob- objectively yeah yeah no no one no one will argue <laughs> no one's gonna be like i don't know i mean <laughs> can we can we can we fly can we, let, let's put this picture on the screen we also need to make a list i want y'all to know jacob. half the time i will get i forget what i say i'm gonna show you all and then monet and i do two and three podcasts in a day sometimes and then by the time we we're done and we play around a smash i have forgotten uh, jacob jacob looking at us like but also Mitch and Jay, if y'all, Mitch and Jay, y'all have our phone number. So if you're editing and you come across me and Monet swearing, we're gonna send a video. Just be like, text me, like, hey, where's that picture?
3: I'm going for this picture. Also, we, bitch, we were one of my all-time favorite singers in the whole fucking world. Who's also fucking hot. Avery Wilson was standing right behind us, and I was I was gagged.
2: I was like, so Avery Wilson, who, oh. who I'm not completely, I'm not aware of his work, but but Avery Wilson, Nicole Serzinger... And some other guy, um, his name is Stevie Mackey. They were all behind us, just singing, sounding fucking incredible. We were at Todrick's concert. Steve
3: Mackey is everything. He does um, Taco Tuesdays. Have you seen those videos of like Amber Riley sitting with all those people in there? In the... I've not. You probably. wonder if I show it to you? Like, oh, that video.
2: Probably. Yeah. Um, but they were just behind us like singing all the songs that Todrick was singing on stage, but like really, you know, immaculately. <laughs> particularly when It's Raining Men came on. Yes. So we got this like private concert at, <laughs> at a concert of Nicole Surgeinger singing It's oh, Raining Men. Girl. Which, by the way, it's a great song. That's it's Raining right, Men. Dallas. You know who wrote that?
3: Uh the the Sisters. Um 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 No, they performed it. They're, uh, they're, they're called the Weather Girls. The Weather Girls, you yeah. You know who wrote it? No. A white person.
2: Paul Schaefer. Of
3: course. Do you know Paul Schaefer? This white nigga?
2: Do you know who Paul Schaefer is? No, but he white. Do you know the bald guy who's on David Letterman's show? The band no. guy?
3: No. I never watched it. You, you will
2: know. He's like he's like one of those faces that everyone, once you see him, you're like, oh, him. Um, Paul Schaefer wrote that song, wanted Bette Midler to sing it. Wanted Barbara Streisand to sing it. They all said Imagine, no. Oh, him. Paul Schaefer. yeah, the guy from the David Letterman show. Imagine
3: Barbara Streisand singing of 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 "It's Raining Men."
2: So, it's then, so then they gave, so then what they gave, doing? they gave, they gave the song to um, the weather, Wash? the weather girls, who at the time were called Two Tons of Fun. Two Tons of Fun. I did know They were that. backup singers for Sylvester, right? And they were then they went on their solo career, but then once they got the song, um, once they got the song, um. It's Raining Men, they changed their name to The Weather Girls. Um, but yeah, you know him. Paul yeah, Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. He wrote It's Raining Men. Do you know that Dream
3: Girls was, was written by two Jewish dudes? Yes, I do. Isn't that crazy? You but you listen to Dream Girls and you're like, oh,
2: this is definitely some black people wrote this. Right? Um, I mean, maybe it's bec- maybe that's because it is just inserted in the like the black like cultural experience. But also you think about like um you think about there are these musicians who are like really good at basically like imitating other songs. Oh yeah, it's for like sure. There are musicians who are like basically hired mm-hmm. to create other versions of songs that already exist. Yeah, you so, know what I mean. What have happened to TV jingles? I miss jingles. You know, Mika used to write jingles. You know, you know Mika, Mika, Mika. Mika. I can be brown. I can be blue. I can be violet sky. I can be. Purple, I can be... It was a TikTok
3: trend, right?
2: I mean, I knew Mika from like. Two thousand, like four or five. Who's he, Mika? Is she like a friend? Mika's a man, and he the album. He, his first album was called "Life in Cartoon Motion." Grace Kelly. I try to be like Grace Kelly, mm, but I'm a look sweet. He was kind of like the second coming of Freddie Mercury, basically. Mm. Anyway, Mika's really talented artist. I think from somewhere in Europe, or... and he uh, used to write like a lot of jingles, like for like orbits. I think
3: yeah, jingle TV jingles were so fierce. They just like stopped. I guess we don't need them anymore. It's gone. Well, you know. Things shift. I know, I know. All shows don't even have like theme songs anymore. Like a you know, like, theme songs. like opening opening songs. Like, like Buffy was iconic. Fucking Charmed. Fucking Sabrina. It Shows Euphoria does not have an opening song and theme. It, it just starts.
2: The last show I knew with the theme with the theme was um, Orange is the New Black. Oh yeah, that was the um,
3: yeah. That was kind of... So Sabrina has and, one, and that's Regina Spector. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has one, I believe. Right, kind of. I can't anyway. remember.
2: Next one? Yeah, I think Regina Spector wrote The Animal, The Animal. Oh. Like, 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 what the cage is for. Hey, Bob.
4: Hey, Monet. So let's say, like, you're at this straight club and then you see this guy. He's high, he's attractive, he's all that, but you don't really know if he's gay. How would you, like, tell if this person is gay, this person is not gay? Like, how would you tell? And then the second part to that is, like, if he is gay, then how would you go up to him? Like, do you have any tips? Do you like have
2: any techniques? Like, help me, please. Are sure you at the club right now? Like, how urgent is this? <laughs> he's not like he's in the bathroom, right? He like. Let me go talk about how urgent is this? Is this advice?
3: I mean, you're at a straight club, okay. So that I, I I get the weirdness there. For if it was me, this is what I would do. Okay, I see, this hot guy across, I, I see this hot guy at the straight club. He's maybe, he's on the, he's sitting he's by the dance floor with friends, whatever, and I'm with my friends. I will, like, dance. I will, like, try to make, like, gay eyes. Every, everyone knows gay eyes. I have done gay eyes so many times. Dude, when you make gay eyes with the camera right now? Yeah, it's like, someone. Like, so let's say you're the person, camera, you're sitting on the subway, I'm sitting in my seat, riding on the train, and then I'll just do the thing. I'll, I'll look, I'm like. And then look for moments, and then I'll see if you make eye contact with me and then you do. And And you wait to see if you're going to get beat up or if you're going to get right. Like you have to like you have to like sense the energy. This person want to punch, punch me or fuck me or both. Right. And then and
2: then you can feel or punch. Fuck me. (laughs) You know what punch fucking is?
3: No. Punch fucking. You know what fisting is? Yeah.
2: So that 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 an asshole cannot do that. Punch fucking is absolutely a thing.
3: Like, your hand, the hand can just go in like that?
2: You you build it up. You build up to
3: it. Okay, but like this, but not the fist
2: like punch that. Punch fucking is absolutely a thing. I we need to see proof.
3: Look at punch fucking. I want to see that. I cannot, there's no way a hand can just punch into a, an orifice like that. That is insane.
2: You keep giving advice about finding punch fucking videos.
3: Okay, yeah. So then I would, uh, so that I would like, I would feel that person's energy, and then I, and then like you go on the dance floor as well. You have a drink in hand with your friends, and you go over there. And you just dance close to them, right? You are dancing close to them, and you're seeing, you're seeing what energy they're getting off. Because, because two things that happen: a) they're straight and they don't want to dance with you or have any conversation or any deals with you; two, they're gay or they're just not into you. So you have to gauge it: is a person into you? Feel the energy; they're into you. Dance a little closer, and just like you would flirt with it, flirt like you would with anyone else at a gay club. Obviously, maybe not as forward as hey are you gay or straight like that's a little off-putting but i would say just try to flirt like you would with anyone else at a gay club if you were there you dance close you feel the energy feel the vibe and then make a decision after that
2: Which i am on the dark web <laughs> <laughs> i am on the dark web. let me see come on gonna, i gotta
3: make sure this is the right one not donkey punch fucking Finish him. Finish him.
2: You got to make sure the right one. God,
3: this is... I love grinding my teeth. It feels so good. Can y'all hear that? Can you our- girl, so if y'all cannot see this, you're not watching. Bob is sitting here, mouth agape, brow furrowed. I mean, something's agape. He looking bald-headed and confused over here, girl.
2: It's a lady getting punch fucked and no, she's punch fucking this guy
3: okay so it's in this can you punch fuck a vagina whoa she's really into it is that him is he jerking i think he's please pleasuring himself got it in the meantime well she has okay so this is a red-headed woman they are they look like they're on a camp trail there is greenery behind them they are on a trail she has blue legs has gloves up to about the mid of her forearm and she is She's not like donkey punching it, but she is going fist in, pulling it out, fist in, pulling it out, fist in, and he's jerking off. His
2: I would say his ass is clapping back. It was it's, it was like it was like it wasn't it wasn't like loosened goosing. And, it was like he had that snapback. Yeah. <laughs> What's your advice about trying to talk this? He had, he had that snapback, honey. Um, first of all, you would be hard pressed to find the five straight bar. Why would I be do you what's the last time you're in a straight bar you've been a,
3: I, I've been a very long time
2: like I, I can't tell you the
3: last time it was
2: i just wouldn't I just wouldn't be in a straight bar. Mm-hmm. I mean I was I'm in a bar for one of three there are in my opinion one of three reasons to go to a bar <laughs> to get drunk, to see a show or to get laid. I don't drink, there's no fucking shows at straight bars But not sure I want to see, and I'm not getting laid at a straight bar so um but I think that for honestly, this is crueltyty for me. If I was out at a straight bar and I did not know if a guy was gay, I just wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's it's not worth it for me. Um, I'll just go to a gay bar and I just won't hook up tonight. That That's just me. I'd be like, it's not worth it to deal with the potential of some shit going down at this bar. This, the excitement, though, the thrill of like. Is that's person- not exciting to me danger is not exciting not danger like like
3: if the person is gay and then you like you make a connection i think that some people want that that, that's hot that could be like oh my god i think connecting with gay gay people is hot
2: but like finding a gay guy in a pile of straight guys is not exciting to me Mm. i don't i don't understand i'm not i'm not knocking anyone's thing but i don't understand why finding the one gay guy in a pile of straight guys or finding out that someone's but your friends, like your straight girlfriends, are like, "Let's go out to a club." You're like, "Oh, fine,
3: I'll go to the straight club with y'all." And you see the one person that you think might be gay. You're like, "Thank God he's hot."
2: If he's like obviously gay, that's hot. But I'm also not into straight guys. If you seem straight, I'm pro- I'm almost certainly will not find you attractive. Like that's just not attractive to me. Like butchiness and straightness is not a turn on for me. Um, We're also at a point where it's
3: sometimes the line is so, like, what is looking gay? What is looking straight now? You know what I mean, like you know,
2: what looking gay is.
3: He, I mean, if you're overtly femme and stuff, yeah, but honestly, there are a lot of, I think that now it's, in 2022, we just, the line's a little blurred, and it's, just, it's 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 not as cut and dry as it used to be, like how agree. it was. But know, I, I, I
2: don't think everyone who looks gay is gay, but right. looking gay is a thing. For example, like, sounding black is a thing.
3: Oh yeah, for sure, looking gay is a and thing. And I don't
2: think everyone who is black sounds black, and I don't think everyone that sounds black is black, but sounding black is a thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and looking gay is a thing, and I yeah. think that people who look gay are attractive and hot, and I think people who look straight, to me, is th- that's not attractive. Got it So why right now I look pretty straight <laughs> Alright what's What's
3: the next What's the, What's the are you, you don't think I look pretty straight Besides the fag shirt, You don't think I look pretty straight No If you saw me at a gay bar From like this up, With the, I said the fact. no Monet oh, Yeah I have I have I have I have a, a Lips and eyes On my On the back of my hand I have Knuckle tattoos I have a full A half a sleeve If you saw me at a gay bar uh, Sorry if you saw me at a bar r- Excusing the fag shirt
2: I said no, Monet. <laughs> Why? What's looking gay? You, bitch, you look gay. First of all, you—you you have your eyebrows drawn on your head. <laughs> Let's look, look, look. Let's let's start with that. You can't tell. Um, I wear in blacks. I have black sweats. I look straight. They're they're kind of tight. They're a little tight. They're They're not tight. For 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 not for you. We're gay. This is loose. These are hammer. <laughs> these are hammer pants. <laughs> in the gay in the gay community, and you kind of have a gay affectation. You kind of carry yourself kind of. Do thag. I? Yes. I
3: carry myself gay. You think? Like all the time.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: What do y'all think? Y'all think I carry myself gay? I think I carry myself neutral. Sometimes I am very
2: gay. But sometimes, I, when I'm not really gay, I think I'm pretty neutral. I think, in my opinion, everyone who sees you thinks you're gay. And I think the same for me. People see me, and I don't think people think I'm straight, ever. <sighs> I was talking to my mom. My mom swears up and down I'm serving butch. My mom swears up and down I am, I am, like, the straightest. She goes, I don't think people think you're gay when they see you. And I said, I think they do. Yeah, you're definitely gay. you gay as hell, nigga. you gay. I know, nigga. You gay. I'm, I'm the only one. I'm, I'm the only one who's proud of you. are the one acting like I'm not. You're I'm not, the not proud of wearing it. this straight look at some bad. I'm of not honor. wearing a straight look. I'm just saying I just could pass it straight. I'm not trying to wear a straight look. Why it's you try? So tri- why why are you striving for that? Oh my god! <laughs> Our next
3: partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life, and no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was great. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting
2: You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping.
1: This episode is brought to you by SAX.com. At SAX.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
3: Let's listen to the next question.
4: Hi, Bobby night. Thank y'all so much for taking my question. First of all, I wanna preface this by saying that I don't think I'm ugly and I don't think I have low self-esteem. I'm just laying it out how it is. I'm just trying to say it how it is. I call it like I see it, okay? So I have a best friend and she is married and her husband is real close with his cousins. Now imagine some conventionally attractive black dudes. Those are his cousins. Now me, I am not a conventionally attractive person. I am short. I am fat. I like a little extra gravy on my mashed potatoes. And I wear glasses. I'm very dark-skinned. So I'm not the conventional beauty, but I love me, okay? (laughs) So I feel uncomfortable when I'm around them, though. Let me tell you why. Because... They don't owe me anything. Let me start by saying that they don't owe me anything. However, I noticed that they don't engage with girls who are not conventionally attractive. You walk in the house, you speak to them. Hey, everybody, how you doing? They don't make eye contact with you. They don't say, hey, how you doing? They don't say anything to you. But let a conventionally attractive, a pretty girl walk in the room, they turn into the kings of comedy. And so it makes me uncomfortable because... Honestly and truthfully and seriously, I feel invisible. And when I'm with my girlfriends, we kiki, we have a good time. But when the dudes are around, it just makes me feel like an outcast. It makes me feel self-conscious even though i'm not self-conscious like the fact that they won't even say hello to you is kind of like dehumanizing to be honest so i just wanted to know how do i bring this up to my friend and do you think i should bring it up to her at all and last but not least i just wanted to know had y'all ever been through something like this and thank y'all so much i love y'all bob and i love you manet thank y'all
2: i love you call you Monet. I, I'm
3: Manet. That's how Southern people do. Say, Monet. Her accent is so fucking cute. That's
2: how Southern people talk. Hey, Monet.
3: I hear when you talk. That's what I hear. Every time. That is not how I. Sound. That's what I hear. You can't. That's that's my experience hearing your
2: voice. When I told you, you sound Jamaican. You said you said I was wrong. I mean, because I'm not Jamaican. I'm saying but that's, that's right. what I hear. Okay, well, good for you. Oh, now you change your too. Because for years you kept saying hey, you don't sound like that. But I could mean, tell you how you
3: think I talk. That was the worst patois. That was.
2: Patna, um, <laughs> I don't know you really good. Use your turn. I okay. I, I, there was a there's a woman, uh, a person. I actually don't know how they identify. Actually, I think I do because I think her name is the fat, the ugly, the ugly black woman. <laughs> so she, I think she identifies a woman. Her her Instagram name is the Ugly Black Woman, and she talks about experiences like this. And I saw this other girl online, and it, it really broke my heart. She, would just, she was like, I have, it started off, it was this TikTok, it started off real cheery. And she was like, I have a question for y'all pretty girls. Like, what's it like? Like, what's it like to be God's favorite? And then she started like, kind of like really hearing what she was saying. And she was like, what's it like to be able to like walk into any room and get attention? And no matter where you go, people love you. And you always have a friend and all this stuff. Um, and she and she was saying, "What's it like to be able to like get attention for people just just for existing?" And she said a lot of the same thing that you said. She said that she felt she felt invisible, mm-hmm. and and that is super valid. And you know, I, I will say this: when I when I was in the drag scene or in the nightlife scene before I was like a popular drag queen or a famous dra- or even a famous drag queen, Before I was famous or even popular for that matter, when I would go to the clubs out of drag, I would really feel like I was getting no attention. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like really skinny, like black dude uh and and i felt like in these clubs and like hell's kitchen i was just getting looked over you know what i mean and then i noticed the difference in the way people treated me when i started doing drag mm-hmm. and then once you are this larger than life character this thing that they, that they see which is why a lot of times you probably probably know it's like like you ever have like a well you ever ask yourself like why is my fat friend funnier than all like, my Skinny friends is because they like develop this personality to be seen. Mm-hmm. They develop something so that people can see them, and so that they can engage in social interactions with other people. Um, and I don't think it is your job, I, honestly. If I were you, I wouldn't even bring it up to them because they're because they're they're not going to change. You know what I mean? They're interacting with these conventionally attractive girls because they want. Something they for them want they want, and whether or not they're actively trying to get it, whether or not they're actively trying to get sex from these women, they want it from them, mm-hmm. which is why they're treating them like this. Um, drag queens in the city when you go when you go to a drag show, if a hot guy is anywhere near the front of the stage, Bitch. he will he will get all the attention
3: every all night long. It, I mean every I'm, number
2: and I'm just, every they they stop they they pick they look at him, they touch him, the everyone in the crowd is going woo woo woo, you know obsessing over them. And part of me is like, that's just, that's just part of, that's just part of their experience. That's just what they get in life. And, you know, to quote, um, to quote, uh, you know, the movie, Mummy Dearest, you know, ah, you know, when I said life was fair, like, that's just what, that's, that's just what they get in life. That's, that's part of their, that's part of their deal mm-hmm. for, for looking the way they do and, and being the way they are and being born in a position to have that kind of privilege and, um, people who are, uh, not conventionally super attractive, like like everyone has that one friend who's so hot when they leave the room, everyone starts talking about them. Mm-hmm. But they're just so hot, everyone they leave and everyone goes. For you, it's me, right? It's, it's, it's you, you every you're the time, one. I know. Um, and cool. uh, you know, I I live my life. I, I'm not one of those people who had one of those experiences where every time I leave the room, people are like freaking out about how hot I am. So I was able to develop a personality um, outside of that for myself to get attention. That I felt comfortable having, but um, but I but I'd never br- I would never bring it up to them. I mean, I, I do think if you bring it up, it would be awkward, and 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 they will either be they'll either be defensive, or they'll be assholes about it. But I I I doubt, or they probably be like, no, no, we love you, we love you. No, I mean, I be saying hey to her. Don't like, don't I be saying hey. It's very bad. Don't I I be saying hey, right? Because they don't even, they don't even see it in themselves. Yeah, you know.
3: I mean, I would say I I I would say bring it up to your homegirls. You said this is like your homegirls uh cousins whatever i would say bring it her, up to your homegirls partners cousins yeah so bring it up to like your like the girls that you like the girls that you're that you go going to hang with like your close friends like confide in them because i feel like it is something that you probably want to get off your chest and you want like your friend group to know that you feel this way but i was i would say but you know you always got them people you bring it up and they're gonna be like yeah, yeah I, I, girl i promise i won't say nothing bob why why y'all why y'all don't talk to, to jake every that time man. right and that, and that's embarrassing so i would like do not bring it up if you know that you have a friend that's going to do that because that's going to make it really awkward for everyone and you're going to hate that um but yeah i think that th- i agree with everything bob said they probably don't see that they're doing that and they want for the for the for the conventionally attractive people they want to get something for them whether that be sex whether that be just for them to like give them like a hey or a dap, whatever it is like they want that from they want that attention from that person which is why they give them all that attention whether they even realize it or not so i'm like girl it's not even worth it girl it's not worth it don't do it don't, don't do, it, do it it's not worth it yeah i think that you you seem to you seem to have you are very confident and strong in yourself and, and you know who you are and i think that you have you have this has gotten you this far and i don't think you need attention from these dudes it, it may be something that you want but i think now is the time to really uh, see like do, what do i need and what do i want and you do not need attention from these guys would it feel nice if they did it sure but you definitely do not need it your life will be them giving you attention is not, is not going to make your life any better or or, or, or diminish your quality but of your i think life. what
2: you're saying that them not giving her attention is starting to affect her and i can see that i've i've had that experience and, and it's one of the things that i struggle with is um as i've gotten more notoriety. And people started talking to me more. And I'm like... And then I started thinking back to the way people used to treat me before I did any of this stuff. And it starts to really fuck with my brain. And I started asking myself, like, would these people even be talking to me? But then I had to think to myself, you know, people... People go up to people and talk to them because they find something about them attractive and not necessarily physically, Mm -hmm. but like, for example, if you know that one funny person that everyone crowds around, even if they're not hot, they're so funny, people find that quality in them attractive. And if they did not have that, people wouldn't go up to them. So Mm -hmm. for some people, it's their looks. For some people, it's their sense of humor. For some people, their sense of fashion. For some people, it's their smarts. For some people, it's their talent. They, they find something attractive about you and then they talk to you.
3: And you're also very funny, bitch. I would say just start cracking jokes. If this something that you, that you you if you think the attention from them will improve your quality of life, then you find that thing that the other, the, that the other bitches don't have that you have, which is you sound very funny. You, Bob and I laughed many times through your voice note. So I think that you, you, lean in, lean in, lean into the comedy you you probably you probably like dress really fiercely, so, like lean into the fashion, like whatever your thing is that you think it is that spark that you have if, if you want to get that attention from those guys, if you think that it is your level of attractiveness is not do, not doing that for you, then find another avenue, comedy, fashion, like, can you sing all southern black bitches can sing
2: that's not true. Martha. I know I know, know well cannot say
3: uh, so I was like lean into the thing that you think that you do really well that you
2: don't make you shine. All right, let's hit our last one.
5: Hello, Monay and Bob. Big fan of yours. Big fan of the podcast. I am a 25-year-old blackish woman from Virginia, and I'm currently dating a white man. The two of us both identify as queer, but the reason that I am calling in today is because I've learned recently that my boyfriend will imitate different accents. So specifically, the other day he got a call from a bill collector, he hung up and then he imitated what the bill collector sounded like, and the bill collector apparently had an Indian accent. I find this to be hugely problematic, and when I talk to him about it, he admits that he even does this while playing Dungeons and Dragons, but he doesn't see a problem with this. I have told him that I believe that it's racist, and I have even said that I will send him different articles on it, and he says that he finds it to be another example of people just crying racism and there's nothing wrong with imitating a culture uh what should i be doing about this because i really enjoy my partner i enjoy our relationship but apparently he does not see the light when it comes to this uh topic in our relationship so i'm just wondering what is your advice thank you sincerely say what now <laughs> the <type of> name. <laughs> Say what?
3: <laughs> jacob's created monsters jacob's created little monsters in the survival um, I think that in certain in, in relationships there are certain non-negotiables. Now, I'm not saying it's for you to break up with your boyfriend, but I think that you need to impress upon him how that how big this is to you. He may be, I mean, he seems to be diminishing what you're saying. He's like, oh, girl, it's nothing. People just, just another people crying race. Or people crying. Well, I think that you really need to express to your boyfriend how it is not just crying with that is, it is a very racist act it makes you feel uncomfortable you don't like when he does it and it's a non-negotiable for you and again i'm not saying break up with your boyfriend tell him well fuck you i'm leaving you i'm saying that I, he he's not understanding the gravity of the situation I and mean, he's not this you say he she's blackish he's white yeah yeah um, as a white person he's not identifying how problematic his behavior how problematic his behavior is and i think that you you need to have like a a serious conversation, like a sit down, like not just like a washing dishes and you'd be like, you like, know when you did that thing that was problematic, I think is like creating a, a safe space and be like, hey, for real, sit your ass down. I don't like when you do this. This is racist. This is not nice. Like you need to have a, a di- communicate this to him in a different way. And then if he's still brushing it off, then I think that's a time for a step two I don't know what that is at this point but I think that he may be not grasping the gravity of how racist and how
2: disgusting his behavior is I think that um, so if I try to scoot back and look at this right Um, if you look at this from his perspective he's probably thinking himself well people do British accents people do Australian accents people do so what's wrong with doing an Indian accent or people do Southern accents you know people do so and so Um, and then I think it's maybe makes sense to step back and say, well, maybe you can see how people use the fact that Indian people have accents when speaking English, uh, to diminish them, to bring them down, to make fun of them, to, uh, make them seem lower class. And I think that it is probably, um, not. Beyond reach to say that people do that with other accents as well that don't apply to race, people do it with southern accents as a southerner people will imitate your southern accent to try to uh show how dumb you sound mm-hmm. or or how or how you you seem to be in a in a lesser class than the person who um doesn't have that accent um but also i think I think it's one of those important things where where maybe this person you can talk to your partner and say, "Well, here are some opinions by a lot of people who are affected by that." meaning Indian people or Chinese people or Japanese people. Um, And maybe, maybe he can see where you're coming from. I think that it is a big part of, I mentioned this before, it's really weird how white supremacy has made things that you should not be embarrassed about something shameful. So they've made people having accents from where they're from, depending on where they're from, a shameful thing uh, a lot of, There was this big thing in Hollywood Where they were not hiring Latinx actors To do accents so, the, so for a while the only way to get Work in Hollywood Not the only way but it was like a faux pas To write in a character With a Latinx accent mm-hmm. Because it was considered offensive But that was really hard for Actors who have accents mm-hmm. People like Sofia Vergara And she's like if a character is written with an accent And I have an accent it is shameful that I now have to be embarrassed of having an accent, right? Because the character was written for me, for for people like me. Mm-hmm. But also in that situation, you have to ask yourself: Is it being used to uplift this, or just to display this? You know, having an, you don't have, every time someone has an accent, it doesn't have to be some big grand uplift. It can just be I'm a, I'm a person with an accent living in the world. You know what I mean? Sofia Vergara happens to have a very thick I think Colombian. she's Colombian, a very thick Colombian accent. And she's lucky enough to to get a lot of work. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Is she Spanish? Selma Hayek. Is is Penelope Cruz Spanish? I don't know where where she's from. But she also has an accent. Selma Hayek has an accent, you know. Um... Uh, a, lot, a lot of these people have accents, there, and they were able to, which is so crazy. That was the thing because people with accents live in the world, like they. But, it, but what, what people were saying was like the, a lot of people. There were some people in the Latinx community being like, "Why do why do why do Latinx characters have to have accents? do people just have accents? I, I listen. I'm not part of that. I'm right. not. I'm not part of that. I'm not. I can't defend that position because I, I don't believe in that. I yeah. think there are people with accents, and yeah. people with accents should be able to, right, ha- live act their lives. Yeah, and they have accents. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but. It seems odd that this person can't see that doing an Indian accent is considered problematic.
3: I in, in my opinion, I think that he knows he just want, he just wants to live in that ignorance and be like no, maybe a way to we do, all do that though yeah I mean maybe maybe a way to do it is, is to make it a little closer to home like flip it like like babe that will they be like you getting off the phone and doing a black sin about some woman on the phone like that would really offend me and maybe flipping it to you maybe that will help him see clearer how it is offensive that will like because it, it, it will hit closer to home because you are his loving partner maybe that's a way to like be like this is why it's offensive because if you did a black sin I would feel offended by that and I wouldn't like it maybe that's the way I
2: had to have a conversation that like that. Um, I there was this uh there's this trend on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I want to try to get it right so I don't like Okay. So there was this trend on TikTok where this one black creator was like um trying to make a point about um those plantation weddings. Yes, I I vaguely remember this. So if, I don't know if y'all know that there, there's this thing in the South where people do plantation style weddings where they hire black waiters to mm-hmm. like be slaves yeah. for their plantation style weddings. Mm-hmm. They not they, they won't say slave. They hire the right. servants. At the servants, Paula so, Dean yeah. had a whole thing where she where she was exposed for this too. Mm-hmm. Um, they will hire the waiters who are all black because they want this plantation style wedding, Southern antebellum plantation style wedding. And this one um, creator was like, "That's like she was she was basically trying to." Make a parallel, and she was like, um, "I'm just trying to plan my Auschwitz-themed wedding. I'm just trying to plan my Auschwitz-themed wedding." And then she was like, "That's how y'all sound." And I was like, "You know, I feel like you could have made your point without dragging in the Jewish community, the genocide of the Jewish community, six million people. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think that's necessary. And, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's right to." to do, a, to do a, a a Southern style plantation wedding, but I don't think you need to drag in the Holocaust. Yeah, You know, or, or there's this guy who was like, um who was getting mad at people saying not to be gay. You know, people say not to be gay or anything. And he was like, that'd be like if, I if someone says you look great, not, not to be gay.
3: Mm, like very
2: no, no homo, homo, yeah. No homo. And he was like, that'd be like if I said, let's play basketball, not to be black or anything. And then a lot of people are sitting there like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What, why, did you have to, why did you have to drag in? Why did you have to drag black people into this right. to make an example? You can just flat out say, this is racist. So the, the black creator got, got checked. I don't know if she got checked. Okay. I saw it I remember thinking, I was like, oh, can I just scroll past? I didn't yeah. want to get involved in any more TikTok drama. Um, are you involved in TikTok drama? No, no, no. But I've seen a lot of TikTok drama. Oh, got it, got it, With, got with, it. Uh, got with it. Modern Warrior and Aunt Karen and Chelsea, Bibbity bob boop they're all going wild, which I I called that, by the way. I've called like two or three TikTok scandals uh, before that. I was like, this is about to blow up. I called uh, Debra Crankin. I've, Bob, you're speaking before. I Deborah no Crankin was this uh, trans woman online who uh, people found out was like asking for a lot of money for a transition, but uh, like then people were like, you you would never need this much money. they were like you could transition. She was trying to raise like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and people were like, but all the other folks just like, yeah, let's. They were like promoting her, and then other, this other trans woman was like, you could transition like five times with this, like back and forth, bitch. And she was like, also, you live in California, where all of your um, surgeries you like travel, are, yeah. are free. Oh, free in California? In so in California, the the government will pay for your FFS for your. um Body sculpting for your uh, boob job, and for, in some cases, for really, yeah. Your name change is also free. Work, yeah. Um. Anyway, and I was like, well, I, I and I remember showing. I was like, this is about to go down. Anyway, I was having a conversation. I was like, you know, that this is this is why this problematic. And then when I when I basically when they just said you related to yourself, mm-hmm. and then your partner can be like, oh, now I see because it's attached to someone that I love. Yeah, yeah, maybe they don't know a lot of Indian people. Yeah. Um,
3: we're on to this. Are we on to these? Are no, we're, yeah, we're done. We don't have bitch. We've been talking for a, a long time, and I'm done talking to you. I'm gonna show you what I can do. I'm not gonna tell you no more, <laughs> baby. Well, after uh, eight years of friendship, it's time to finally start showing. It's nine. Get your numbers right. Step your fucking numbers up, bitch. Step your numbers up.
2: What does that mean? <laughs> What does what does any of that mean? Step your fucking numbers up. Step your numbers up, baby. Have you stepped your numbers up?
3: Mm-hmm. Have you?
2: And I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what it means. I don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have. And what? Were, can you give me an example of how you stepped your numbers up?
3: You step your numbers up by making sure you step them up. That's how you do it.
2: So when was the last time you? When was the last time you took an action toward stepping up your numbers? Today. Oh, what did you do?
3: I stepped my numbers
2: up. That's. So the my answer, my last answer to the question is, I probably, I probably have stepped my numbers up at some point. But how much? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not even sure if I've done it or not. But I mean, I've done things in my life. I've gotten taller. That's a number. I've gained weight. That's a number. I've, I've, uh, I've gotten some more followers on social media. That's a number. I've grown teeth. I've replaced them. <laughs> I've gotten more wigs. Those are all numbers.
3: Teeth. Too good. I'll never get too gay. I told you I'm saying <laughs> about it. You're still making jokes about it. <laughs> what? <are you> <laughs> I would I would say that's one of the biggest candles of 2022.
2: Well, we, we already did the poll. All right. <laughs> everybody.
1: The Angie's list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list.